Hey everybody, welcome to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today is December 8th, 2022. On this week's episode, I'm talking to the legend, the icon, Elizabeth Hurley. The model, actress, and producer is here to discuss her new holiday movie, Christmas in the Caribbean. But we got to talking about so much more. Hurley takes a look back almost 30 years to when she was Hugh Grant's girlfriend and wore that iconic Versace gold safety pin dress to the 1994 premiere of Four Weddings and a Funeral. She also opens up about love and romance, her friendship with Princess Diana's wedding dress designer, and what she'd love to play if she's ever cast in a Marvel movie. But before we get to Ms. Hurley, let's take a look inside this week's Just for Variety column. Timothy Chalamet's Wonka co-star Olivia Colman promises us we're going to love the actor's turn as Willy Wonka in Warner Brothers' upcoming origin story, Wonka. He's doing something different, Coleman told me at the Los Angeles premiere of her Sam Mendes drama, Empire of Light. It's such a treat. He's so beautiful on screen. He's magical. As for Empire of Light, I have to tell you that it is one of my top films of the year. Mendez does a tremendous job in showing how devastating mental illness can be for those living with it and the people around them. Hopefully, the film leads to more open dialogue about mental health. My favorite line is when Coleman's character, a woman battling mental illness in the 1980s, says, quote unquote, shame is not a healthy condition. Mendez, whose script was inspired by his mother's own struggles, told me shame is the source of so many things. People don't deal with life, he continued, because they are worried about shame. Empire of Light is in theaters on December 9th. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Elizabeth Hurley. In her new movie, Christmas in the Caribbean, she stars as a theater critic whose actor fiance ditches her at the altar. Her mother convinces her to go on her Caribbean honeymoon, but to take her two best girlfriends along with her. The three women enjoy drinks, the beach, and of course, romance. Here is Elizabeth Hurley. How are you? I'm good. It's lovely to talk to you. Same, same here. I love a nice romantic movie that is just feel good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And especially if you combine it with Christmas, right? Christmas and romance have to be nice, right? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about romance and Christmas. What's the most romantic Christmas you've ever had? Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I think, you know, almost all my Christmases, my whole life has been home in England with family and I love it. And that's the Christmas I'll be having this year. But um, 
I spent a Christmas in India. I was married when I was married. My former husband, who's still my best friend, Arun, um, I had an Indian Christmas once and it was absolutely fabulous. It, you know, it's always very different when you take Christmas into a different culture and you see how they, um, you know, because as a country, they actually don't celebrate Christmas, of course, right. as, as, as Christmas, but they still do all the lights and play jingle bells and stuff. <laughs> and it was actually just, it was really wonderful and eye-opening to spend an Indian Christmas. And I loved it. And also the same here for this movie, for Christmas in the Caribbean. Obviously, we weren't, we didn't actually film over Christmas. We left just before Christmas. But we saw all the Christmas decorations up on the island we were shooting in. I saw Christmas trees on the beach. Just stuff that's so out of me, you know, out right. of my world. And it was just wonderful to dip into that. But I am looking forward. As soon as I've wrapped the movie I'm on, um, I'll be getting home just in time for Christmas for the for the dogs, the friends, the family, <laughs> the food, the TV, the chocolates, you know, <laughs> wearing my snuggly Ugg boots every day and my onesies. I mean, I just can't wait. I love it. You are you are Mrs. Santa Claus, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I love Christmas. I always have. I love it. Um, we're gonna get to the movie, but I just, I just, just because you said, you know, your ex-husband is your best friend, Elizabeth Hurley. How do you do it? You stay friends with all your exes. I do stay friends with my exes when I can. Um, well, to me, you know, they're like family. Mm. They're, they're my family. Um, I think when someone's been in your life and you love them and still love them, you know, even if it doesn't work out and it's not meant to be that you, you know, you cohabit any longer. For me, they're, they're just my friends. I mean, it would be like cutting off a brother. Mm. You know, my, my, it's, you know, it's, it's wonderful for me to, to have the exes that I have left. I, you know, actually very sadly, my former fiance died. Yeah. Um, Shane, well, and Steve. So yeah. I've actually lost two out of four, but the two that I have left are my best friends on earth and I love them. I, oh, I love hearing that. I really do love hearing that, especially around the holiday times. Um, so the movie, you know, I had to chuckle because, you know, the first guy in the movie, spoiler alert, you know, is an actor. Um, He's an actor, God damn him, yes. And I just kind of chuckled because I'm like, well, Liz Hurley has some uh, experience dating actors. Yes, I do. Not, not none that are as feckless as this boy <laughs> in this movie, though. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I thought that was actually quite a funny twist. And we were really lucky that um, this wonderful actor called Ray Ferron agreed to come in for the day to play my um, the, the, the fiance that jilts me. Um, <laughs> I'd actually acted with him before and we begged him to come and just do that. And he did. And I was really pleased because I thought it was fantastic. Um, and yeah, that was, it, it was funny that he was an actor and just very selfish and only thinking of himself. Not that actors do that, do they? <laughs> come no. on, name names, name names. No, no. <laughs> it was for comedic effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was it like slipping into, you know, a, you know, it wasn't a full wedding gown with a train, but, Getting up and, you know, putting on a, a wedding tiara and going well, to the church. Well, I know. And it was interesting because a friend of mine is called Elizabeth Emmanuel, and she designed Princess Diana's wedding dress. So when we had to have this scene, I thought, you know what? I'm going to ring up Elizabeth and borrow one of hers because hers, 
frothy romantic dresses in the world. So Elizabeth did my dress for that move, that scene that I did with Stephanie Beecham and the feckless actor. And it was just fabulous. It was just perfect. And I thought, you know what, we're making this sweet, charming, romantic Christmas movie. What could be more romantic than, you know, using the dress designer of the prince, you know, the late Princess Wales. So I thought it was just fabulous. So I that it was, is amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool to do that. And it was also, you know, it was nice for me. I was very surprised when I was offered this part because it's not the sort of part that I'm normally offered. You know, mm. I normally play manipulative, cunning, <laughs> uh, morally bankrupt um people. And so to be offered this, this innocent. You know, someone who just had been thwarted in her life. She didn't have what she wanted. She she dreamt of having children and a husband and a house in the country. And she doesn't have anything. And time's kind of out for her. Mm. And But she's nice. She's not angry or manipulative. She's just, she's like a wounded, really decent person. And I've never played that part before. And it was quite challenging in a way because... She's just nice, you know. So when when her, you know, when she takes her best friends on her what should have been her honeymoon, I think she'd really given up on on find on and finding her dream. And I think when she gave up, and then you know, this amazing Italian man comes into her life, who's also just a decent guy, not an actor jerk or whatever. And he's got <laughs> his family because he lost his wife. And actually, it was just really nice to do something which was quite wholesome and nice. I enjoyed it. So why have you gotten pigeonholed into roles that are not nice? Because I know, right? You're a nice person. I know, right? But I've interviewed you a gazillion times over the years. You're a nice person. How did you get pigeonholed into playing, you know? You know, I was thinking about that. And I think, I think, it started with Bedazzled yeah. when I was playing manipulative <laughs> and sort of, you know, very naughty. And then it just went on from there. And for some reason, I'm very often cast in that sort of femme fatale, not child killer evil. Just, <laughs> I mean, not, I've never played evil evil. I just play people whose morals are very dodgy. Um, and I enjoy it. And I find it, it, it's, I like it very much. I've got a lovely part coming up where I am playing against someone where the line between good and bad is very gray and she crosses it a lot. In <laughs> Gossip Girl, you know, I did a season yeah. playing Diana Payne where I was very manipulative and not really a particularly decent person. I did four years of the Royals playing the mm. Queen of England. Again, she was a very shady <laughs> lady. Um, and then I did Runaways for. Um, Marvel, you know, where I played Morgan Le Fay, who was definitely evil, um, but nice evil. Char- we like to think it's charming evil as opposed to just, you know, stab you in the eyeball with a pencil evil. Well, well I love how you're splitting hairs here. You're like, I don't kill children evil. <laughs> yeah, my, my, little, my niche is um, charming and manipulative evil. You draw the line at killing children. <laughs> yeah, I draw the line there. Yes. Um, Stephanie Beecham, I have to say, I'm a child of the 80s. So Stephanie Beecham to me is Dynasty and the Colbys. Of course. 
and heavenly. She was wonderful. I couldn't have loved her more to be my mummy. Funnily enough, I sat, I went to Joan Collins's um, <laughs> wedding anniversary, big party at Claridge's in London. And my son sat next to Stephanie Beecher. Wow. And we all swapped phone numbers. And then when this part came up, I was like, oh my God, we've got to have Stephanie Beecham. So we called her and she did it. We were really happy about that. So uh, it's a full dynasty circle moment. Joan <laughs> Collins got Steph. <gasps> Do you know how this makes my gay heart sing, Elizabeth? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it too. Oh my God, that's amazing. And I just love the scene of you in, when you're on the way to the wedding and she's in a the hat i was just like getting you know alexis carrington colby feel the hat was heaven wasn't it i think she had a muffler as well on her um, <laughs> hands yeah, it was brilliant it was brilliant we're going to take a short break right now but when we return early recalls wearing that iconic gold safety pin versace dress almost 30 years ago plus early talks about wanting to reunite with marvel but this time on the big screen. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Here's more of Elizabeth Hurley. The Runaways, when will we see you in more Marvel? We want to see you in more Marvel. When will that happen? Oh, I, you know what? I'd love it. I mean, I love Marvel and I love that sort of thing. I, I'd love to do it, but I know they'll have me in a cat suit. I mean, in um, Morgan Le Fay, I was in a cat suit for almost all of it. Mm -hmm. um, I seem to be destined to always squeezing myself into a cat suit. I don't know. I mean, Runaways was a one-off. It was just one season in that show. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind being a supervillain. When, when, when you look at Marvel movies, do you sit there and say, ah, oh, I could do it's that. I could do that. <laughs> the funny thing is, I very, very rarely ever see anything where I think <laughs> it should have been me because mm once you see somebody else be fantastic in something, even though you'd love to have done it, you just say, but they were great. You know, you just say, I mean, do I love Angelina Jolie's part in Maleficent? Of course I do. I love it. I mean, it's a dream of a part, but she's fabulous in it. So mm -hmm. you wouldn't ever really want to say it should have been me because you say, no, actually it should have been her. She's fantastic. But, um, you know, you always keep your fingers crossed that something will come where somebody really has you in mind and then you get your chance. Let, let me ask you about that. Have you gone, do you remember an audition that you went to and it was that role that got away that you just like, I want this, I want this, and it just didn't go? I mean, many auditions, but when I then saw the final product, I, I've always understood why they went for someone else. Because hmm. it's a funny thing because I'm producing the movie that I'm in at the moment now. And it reminded me of back when I produced in the 90s that we'd meet many fantastic people, but if they aren't the vision that the writer and the director have, 
they're not going to get the part. And that doesn't mean they're not good. It doesn't mean they're not great actors. It's just about the vision. And it's right. just about just being that person. You know, if, you know, if I'm a tall brunette and in their head they'd always had, you know, an angelic, tiny little blonde, doesn't matter how good I am, I'm just not their vision. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be me. And so often there's something I wish I could have got, but I, I can't really think of any examples when I could think I should have and I would have been right. better because they normally cast pretty well, I think. It, it's very rare you see somebody miscast, very rare. Do you have, do you have a dream role that you've, you've thought about throughout your acting career? <sighs> well, I suppose it would be, I, I, I think I would like to be a supervillain. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of like being bad. <laughs> I love that. I love how you said it so sweetly. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Super um, are, Super- holiday, are holiday movies going to be sort of an Elizabeth Hurley franchise? Do you want to do more? Do you want, I want to see sort of the, the Elizabeth Hurley Christmas cinematic universe. Um. I, no, <laughs> no. Um, I've done two Christmas movies now, and because right. I've got one coming out actually at the same time as this, Christmas yeah. in Paradise, with Kelsey and um, Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, so I'm Christmas out for now. I really enjoyed it, but I think I might sit back for a few years and not hear that Jingle Bells song because <laughs> you want to be because ev- you want to be evil because I want to be evil. Yeah. Um, let's look back. What was, do you remember the first audition you ever went on? Oh. Whether you got the part or not. Such a good question. My first big audition I went on, I got, which was for the BBC, and it was to play this lady, it was a real life story called Christabel, which was written by Dennis Potter. And that was a really big deal for me. I was 21 and I had a, a proper screen test. Um, you know, in a, on a soundstage, proper cameras. And they screen tested three other girls at the time, all of whom were sort of names, as much as you are a name in your early 20s in England. Right. And I didn't expect it. I was really the long shot. And I got it. And that, that I mean, I remember that experience so clearly. It was just an amazing thing that I had this opportunity when I was so young to have a big leading role in something. And it was a beautiful period piece set during the Second World War. And wow. it was that, yeah, I remember it. I remember it really clearly. Um, so I remember meeting the director. And the funny thing is, <laughs> I, remember, I remember that. But I was sitting in the BBC lobby waiting to meet the director. And the girl before me was somebody I detested. <laughs> I really detested her. And I think I put myself in a mindset. I was on such a charm offensive, which is why I got a screen test when I, you know, I really was low down the rank then. Um, <laughs> because I was so riled up by seeing this girl and I thought over my dead body, is she going to get this part, not me? So I went on a charm offensive, got off with the screen test and then got it. But if she hadn't been sitting in that lobby, I might not have got it. So there you go. And I was 21. Have you seen her since that day? I have. <laughs> oh, it's someone we know, isn't it? I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. 
Oh. After you told her the story. No, we're still not friends. <laughs> no, that's absolutely not true. See, she'd actually dated um, a boyfriend of mine. It's a very pathetic story. We really don't need to go into it for this. Um, but um, no, um, she didn't go on to do very well. She was much more successful than me at the time, which is why I think it was also so painful. Um, but no, we, uh, we, um, I overtook her. It was fine. Oh, I love that story. Um, I know we don't have that much more time um, and there's no chance I was not going to ask you about this because it's been so long. In two years, it will be 30 years since you wore the Versace dress with the gold safety pins. Good God. Wow. 30. We're old. We're old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like hearing you giggle. Um, yeah, 30 years. Who would have thought it, right? Do you remember what was going through your mind when you hit the carpet in that dress thinking this is going to, you know, what we would call it today would be a viral moment. Obviously it wasn't, that's not what you call it then. Did you know what impact it was going to have or? No. We uh, had absolutely no idea. Hugh and I lived together in a tiny little one bedroom flat without a full length mirror. So <laughs> I hadn't even seen the dress till I saw it in the papers the next day. We had absolutely <laughs> no idea. But of course people also didn't know that his movie was going to be a sensation. Right. Um, everything was just no. We had we were completely and utterly clueless. So the next day, when the papers went demented, both about the movie and bizarrely about my dress, it was um, no. It was a. It was very surprising to both of us in every way. But of course, we're both very grateful for both those um, things happening. You didn't have a full length mirror. You didn't see the look before you walked out the door. I'd only seen it to my waist. I, we just hadn't seen it. I didn't have a hair or makeup artist. I didn't have a handbag. I didn't have shoes. We didn't have anything. We, we had nothing. We were, we were just, you know, we were just jobbing actors. You literally had pins holding your clothes together. <laughs> I know. Get that right. <laughs> I think I worked at the New York Daily News at the time. I remember when the photos came in and everyone was just gobsmacked. It's extraordinary, isn't it? It really is. Well, this was so much fun chatting with you. I wish we could keep going on and on. I know. Well, hopefully in the flesh next time. Yes, hopefully in the flesh. Maybe I'll be wearing the Versace dress. I think it's important you are. Um, <laughs> you'll be in a cat. Thank you. Be nice about my movie. Thank you. That was Elizabeth Hurley. And that's it for this week's Just for Variety. Thanks for listening. Coming up on Monday, December 12th, I'll be on the red carpet at the Los Angeles premiere of Avatar, The Way of Water. Follow all my coverage over on Variety Socials. Until then, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all breaking and exclusive Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time.